Hey, it's Michael, and this is the Kintsugi Podcast. I'll be back in a minute with today's conversation about resilience. But first, if you're interested in creating a better life, having a better career, please visit kintsugipodcast.com and grab your free workbook on how to have a better life. In it, you'll discover tips and routines so you can find the energy for the things and the people who matter most so you can create a better tomorrow and create the life and career you desire. Hey there, it's Michael, and welcome back to the Kintsugi Podcast. I want to take you back to the morning of August 22nd, 2001. I was in the hospital about six weeks after my last bad day, my near-death cycling accident. And that morning, I inched out of my hospital bed into my wheelchair. I was off to find a quiet place in the hospital, which is really hard to find, I might add. I was going to start my gratitude practice. Because I knew this, in order for my body to heal, I had to first heal my mind. I'm not sure why I knew that. I just felt it, well, in my bones. And I also knew I had to place my attention somewhere else because the glass was half empty. There were moments where, well, there was nothing in the glass. So I knew this. Wherever you place your attention is where you place your energy. So I decided to try gratitude. I knew nothing about it, nothing about its power. And over the years, I've kept this practice going. Sometimes I've kept a gratitude journal, but I do have trouble reading my own chicken stretch. So most of the time, I just try to find a moment throughout the day to reflect on the day. What am I grateful for? Could be small, could be big, could even be the challenges of life. Normally, I do it as I get ready for bed. I see it as a nice capstone to a active day. And what I've learned over the years, over these 19 years, is that gratitude is like joy's secret sauce. It's uncorked so many nice bottles of wine during our celebratory times. It's also revealed the building blocks that help me create a better tomorrow during the challenging ones. And I know this week for many, especially here in the States, has felt really heavy. I've felt that weight as I've talked to so many people over the last two weeks. Maybe it's the election. Maybe it's because COVID's coming back with a vengeance. Well, so many have felt it, and I have felt it as well. It feels like an overstuffed weekend getaway backpack. The trouble is, we've been carrying it around since March, not just for a simple getaway weekend. And last night, I heard a doctor share on the news that we should just write off 2020. And I totally get that. It can feel like a complete loss sometimes, literally and figuratively. That's why this month in our Leadership Academy, we've been working on our gratitude practices to help us stay present as we confront what seems like a dumpster fire after dumpster fire. And what we've also learned through the whole process is like anything worth doing, it's hard, it's not easy, but we do get better at it with practice. That's why they call it a gratitude practice. So the other day, I woke up early, 4 a.m. Something woke me up. I think it was our cats, actually. And I couldn't get back to sleep. I'm generally a light sleeper. So I went downstairs and just started going through my 2020 gratitude reflections because 
I needed something to help me shift my perspective as well. I needed to place my energy and attention somewhere else because, again, I felt the heaviness of the moment. I feel it as we end 2020 and we approach Thanksgiving here in the States. And here's a sampling of what I found. So I love the moments in between the moments. That's what I'm most grateful for. Like the smell of homemade bread and my wife's homemade granola when she makes her bread and granola. Ooh, ah, that's something. I love that smell. Family dinners, the heated debates we've had around politics, but like fun things like is a brownie a cookie, which it is, by the way. I think I won that debate, actually. In the court of public opinion on Facebook, I clearly lost that debate, but I still will attest that a brownie is a cookie. I'm also grateful for how my wife gave my girls grit. They've inherited my wife's grit. And my oldest is now starting her professional life next week. And my youngest continues to make me a better person. I'm also grateful for Jester, one of our dogs, his ear-piercing barking because I know he's just trying to protect us. And how Jens and Vinny, our two cats, figure eight around my legs when it's time for dinner. That's their signal. And how grateful I am of Hope. Of course, we have a dog named Hope. As she tries to worm her way inside of me when she feels a storm coming. Talk about energy. She can pick it up before any of us can pick it up. And speaking of storms, do you know that feeling, how the air smells, how it all feels right before a storm hits? Oh. I'm grateful for that feeling too, as well as a cozy sweatshirt, a full mug of whatever, and a good puzzle once it comes. And of course, I am quite thankful for our generator, which we seldom have to use, thank goodness. But when we do, when that storm's a doozy, I'm totally grateful for that. And I'm grateful that after all these years, my glass is more than half full, that we have our health And really, all we have are first world problems. Oh, the value of perspective, right? I'm also grateful for music, especially those first few seconds of songs like Tom Sawyer by Rush or Crazy Train by Ozzy or Sunday Bloody Sunday by U2 or Enjoy the Silence by Depeche Mode. Violator was the soundtrack of my recovery or really anything by Queen. Like those few notes, you know it's going to be a great song. And I miss that moment when you walk into an arena while you're by the concession stands and you walk through that little tunnel and you see the stage, or maybe it's sports, you see the field or the court for the very first time. Like that moment before everything starts, oh, I'm so grateful for that moment. I miss live music, there's no doubt. I'm also grateful for the 150 million people who voted this year, although I'm a little challenged by how we're a 49 to 49 nation here in the States, but still engagement is the start of a conversation. And that's what we need to have a better conversation. I'm also grateful that more of us know that others don't have the privilege of not worrying about driving. So many of us just get in the car and don't think anything of it while our black and brown colleagues and friends have to think about what could happen when they drive. And I'm grateful that unlearning, which I've done a lot this year, is so dang uncomfortable. I've learned some new things, yes, but this year has been a year of addition through subtraction that I've had to unlearn a whole bunch. I also love the sound of 
me clipping or really any cyclist clipping into the pedals and the shifting of the gears. To me, that's like music. And I'm grateful for any other cyclist out there that happens to be listening who rides wisely because you make it safer for every other cyclist. And I'm grateful for my breath, every full one, shallow one, and fire breathing one as I'm working out. And this one. And this one. And this one. In times of difficulty, it's so good to come back to our breath. That's why. I talk a lot about just pause, breathing, reflecting. And here's one more thing I just want to give to you, provide to you. One of the things I'm most thankful for is you. Because there's a moment when I pop into your feed or your inbox and you have to make a decision whether to click or not. And you do. And it gives us a chance to just connect. I look at the Kintsugi podcast and my blog as five to 10 minute little oasis or oases, if you will, to give you a chance to pause, breathe, and reflect on your life and your career and just take a moment just to be in the moment to see perhaps what you're grateful for. And again, it can even be the challenge of this given moment. It could be small wins. It could be big wins. It could be a thing or an event or just a person just to give you some time just to think. Because I know this, it's almost impossible to be present when we're on that hamster wheel of ours. I love the whole slogan, slow is smooth and smooth is fast. And I think what we need most now is to slow down, connect with our breath. That's why, again, I talk about pause, breathing, and reflecting so much. And tap into gratitude. I have a model that I use called GRACE. It stands for gratitude, reframing, awareness, community i.e. who's in your peloton, as well as managing your energy. When I think of grace, I think of a strong core. And when we have a strong core, we can be more open up front. We can take off our masks, our body armor, all the things that we use to protect ourselves from when we have a weak core. When we have a weak core, we need body armor to protect it. But man, when our core is strong, then we can be more open. We can be more vulnerable. We can be more courageous. We can be all that and more that allows us to connect and spread love and kindness versus judgment and divisiveness. We need more love and kindness to get through this moment. And I know we've reached a critical moment here in the States with COVID. That's why I think we need more than ever to tap into some grace, strengthen our core, it starts with our breath. It starts with gratitude. Those were a few things I'm grateful for so far in 2020. There's certainly a long list more, but I don't want this to be a two-hour Tim Ferriss type of podcast. These are supposed to be quick little bites, moments to allow you to pause, breathe, and reflect. But I'd love to hear what you're grateful for. Just pop me a note, send it to me via social media. You can also go to kintsugipodcast.com and just leave it there. And when you do, you can check out our Leadership Academy as we dive into the topic of gratitude. But I want to encourage you, again, tap into gratitude, tap into your breath, keep pedaling. Although this moment is tough, I'm confident we are tougher. We are resilient. That's how we've gotten through so much. And I know we're going to get through so much more together. That's how we get through. And I hope you'll join me on that quest. 
I hope you'll join me on that ride. And again, I'm so thankful that you tune in each week, that you have a choice. About five, 10 minutes ago, you had a choice whether to click in and listen and connect. And I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful that you're in our Peloton, that you're on this ride called Life With Me. You make it so much easier to pedal forward. So with that, I thank you. And until next week in our next conversation about resilience on the Kintsugi Podcast, remember to pause, breathe, and reflect. And of course, as always, have fun storming the castle. We'll talk to you then. Bye-bye.